0: I tell everyone that, to me, our bankers are unsung heroes of this pandemic. Of course, it's first and foremost a health issue, and those on that front are incredible and doing courageous things every day. But our team members are helping everyone impacted financially deal with their economic well-being.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Growth Point, the official Penn Community Bank team member podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Clark. Uh, as we all approach two months of remote work, changing policies and new business focuses across the bank, I'm excited to sit down with Chief Administrative Officer Diane Brown to discuss the institutional challenges and opportunities presented by the coronavirus pandemic. Diane, thanks so much for joining us today.
0: It's great to be here, Aaron.
1: Um, you know, like, like all, uh, all good conversations at this point, everyone wants to know how everyone else is doing. So first, can you just tell us how you are, how you're settling into your new normal?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you. I count myself among the very fortunate. I have a job that I love, and I get to work with great people, even though it's at a distance, and my family so far is healthy and safe. Um, My new normal is not a lot different from my old normal in that I go to the office most days. Uh, Percisee admin is big enough that I can easily socially distance, but I am getting used to wearing a mask and washing my hands so often that I run out of hand cream. Um, the hardest part for me, as I'm sure it is for everyone, is missing the face-to-face interaction with our friends and our family and our co-workers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know that's what I've heard from a, a lot of folks and, and you actually being in the office, but not really seeing as many people or at least the normal people you see. That's probably a a, a little bit of a strange experience for sure. Um, you have been at the table from the beginning for a lot of important discussions and big decisions that the bank has made throughout this situation. Can you just take us inside what those meetings were or or those calls, give team members an idea of what went into making some of, you know, the decisions about uh, remote workplace or adjusting branch schedules? I know there's been a lot that's come across.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of calls at every level these days. That's how we work together now. I don't think I've ever spent so much time on the phone. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) The executive team has a noon call, and that keeps us all in touch with one another and collaborating to make sure we are making the best choices for our team members and for our customers. Our first discussions were really around how we could help our customers. We put fee waivers in place. We have loan payment deferrals and support for remote transactions. And then, since then, it's been Everything from where we need more help to procuring face masks, gloves, and other supplies to keep everyone safe.
1: Yeah, you mentioned the supply factor. I know that was a large conversation for everyone. You mentioned uh, face masks and, and PPE stuff we hear about all the time. With facilities reporting to you um, and your team, looking at the safety and security of team members and customers in the building, Um I'd imagine you're already having conversations about what comes next as we begin to reopen branches or
0: offices and get back to some kind of normal. Can you talk to that planning for team members or customers? Absolutely. Uh, Each of our leaders is working with their teams to figure out what makes sense for that business unit. I don't think it's going to be a one-size-fits-all answer. We're open to many new configurations for the teams, remote work, on-site work, creative scheduling. And as you mentioned, determining what supplies and changes we need to make sure everyone's healthy. I can foresee sneeze guards in many more places. We already have one in each branch. Customer and team member health protocols and expanded use of some of our technologies like Spark, WebEx Teams, and mobile banking.
1: Yeah, I I think all, all those things definitely that we're seeing kind of come to life now will have some utility moving forward. Um, One of the things for the public and and probably for most of our team members, a a noticeable impact of this has really just been the impact on the branch network. Can you talk about, um, in addition to what you mentioned, some of those changes and what we're hearing from the front lines? And how do you think our frontline team members from branch managers to tellers have responded?
0: Well, as always, I'm very proud of our frontline team members. They have had to make many adjustments and changes and often with very little notice. The call center and branch teams are handling record numbers of phone transactions and doing things on the phone that they have never been able to do for customers before. Retail leadership has worked hard to develop new processes that allow our front lines to take care of customers in new ways, using the phone, email, and now even chat on our website.
1: Well, we've covered facilities. We've talked about the branch network. Um, from loan administration to compliance, you're involved in a little bit of everything throughout the institution. Is there any other shout outs or anyone else you want to give a give a high five to?
0: Well, it would be a very long podcast if I named everyone that has gone above and beyond their normal work to support our customers and communities. Long hours, new assignments and even new projects that had to get done in the midst of the pandemic happen every day. I tell everyone that to me, our bankers are unsung heroes of this pandemic. Of course, it's first and foremost a health issue, and those on that front are incredible and doing courageous things every day. But our team members are helping everyone impacted financially deal with their economic well-being. We had 72 team members working directly on the PPP lending program to put jobs back in our community. Our loan operations team has set up payment deferrals for over 500 customers who can now breathe a little easier while they weather the storm. Our residential lending team is handling record application volumes, helping customers buy home and refinance their debt. And on top of that, thousands of our customers received economic stimulus payments that our team processed and helped with.
1: Yeah, I think we've got a we've got a great squad here. Right, that's that's been uh, the the reoccurring theme throughout all of the uh, the first couple episodes of this show, and I, I think that is uh, a really great message to make sure we get across. Um, shifting gears just a little bit. Last year, you and I uh, both attended the ABA's policy summit in Washington, D.C., obviously because of the situation we're in that was canceled this year. But knowing that you're always keeping up to date on uh, industry issues and banking policy from Harrisburg or Washington, um, what have been your thoughts on some pieces of legislation or federal adjustments and requirements um, that have come to banks like Penn Community Bank? Um, Obviously changed the landscape a little bit. You mentioned PPP uh, loans. But what should team members be looking for, reading up on to understand what these policies are and their impact on their jobs?
0: Well, along with some of the pending changes to things like CRA that were already in the works, as you mentioned, there are new developments that have been pushed along by the pandemic, like remote notary. There are adjustments being made to policies and regulations almost daily now. For example, this week, the Federal Reserve removed the fixed withdrawal limit on savings. As a bank, we're a member of the American Bankers Association, which means that every team member has access to the ABA materials and website. And I encourage everyone to sign up to receive ABA notifications about the topics of interest to them.
1: Obviously, we're all looking towards this hopefully being done and kind of emerging on the other side. What will be the impact of this pandemic on the institution, on Penn Community Bank as a business? Uh, How does it impact our goals, things that we planned at the beginning of the year that obviously will be different um, by the time we emerge out of this? Can you speak to what kind of comes next for the bank?
0: Yes. um, Of course, none of us knows exactly what comes next as things keep changing. But there's no doubt that this pandemic has put strain on all banks. We are blessed at Penn Community with strong capital, which will support us through these challenging times. Our strategic plan will be revisited this summer since we all know that some of the behavioral changes that have developed in this pandemic will stick. We want to be sure Penn community is focused on the right strategies and projects to maintain our relevancy and fulfill our mission.
1: Diane, do you have any messages just for our team members, folks that you usually see in the hall and haven't? Is there anything you want to share with the the folks listening?
0: Well, the most important thing I can say is thank you for the dedication and talent and hard work. Everyone has applied to support our customers and communities. And also to be sure and reach out if there's anything you need help with, either in your personal or professional life. It's normal to be anxious and worried right now with so many unknowns, but we can help and we want to help. And stealing a line from someone else, think positive and test negative.
1: That is a uh, that is a classic line. And, and hopefully to, to end on a little bit more of a positive note, especially during this time where a lot of our questions are are about this pandemic. Uh, I know you love to travel and and you were actually out West before the situation even began. Um, are you planning any trips once we're on the other side of this event? Do you have a, any destination recommendations for team members who might, might be itching to get out of their homes or hometowns?
0: Well, I'm a great lover of the outdoors. So my recommendations are usually focused on places where I can either hike or play in the water and often involve national parks. In July, if everything goes um, Okay, we are traveling to Voyagers National Park in Minnesota and staying in a cabin on the lake. One of my strategies for coping with the stay-at-home is lots of outdoor walks, both right in my neighborhood and up in the Poconos. It's pretty easy to social distance and still get some sun and nature, and both the exercise and fresh air help keep me centered.
1: I think that's some good actionable advice uh, as we head into uh, hopefully some nicer weather here. But Diane, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it having you on and we look forward to talking to you soon.
0: Great, Aaron, have a wonderful day.
1: On behalf of marketing and senior leadership, thank you for listening to this episode of Growth Point, a Penn Community Bank team member podcast. I've been your host, Aaron Clark. If you have an idea for an episode or would like to highlight an internal initiative, simply email me at aclark at penncommunitybank.com. Thanks for listening. point is the official internal podcast of penn community bank member fdic equal housing lender it is produced for the benefit of our team members this program is provided solely for educational and entertainment purposes the information contained herein is based on sources believed to be reliable but is not represented to be complete and its accuracy is not guaranteed the opinions views and estimates expressed are those of the presenters at the date of production and are subject to change without notice